Hey, today is September 22nd, not September 23rd, as it says up there in the uh, description of the show today. But this is still Daily Cards Live, brought to you by Munganath St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri. I'm Joe Roderick, joined alongside by Bob Ramsey, post-game uh, nighttime edition of the uh, show today as the Cardinals making their way from San Diego up to Los Angeles. And they're doing so after finally scoring some runs and getting a win five to four over the Padres today. Rammer, it uh, it took a Brendan Donovan grand slam. I mean, the Cardinals still only produced runs on two swings today, but still nonetheless, five runs is a hell of a lot yeah. better than zero. Yeah, um, got a few hits. What is it, eight hits, I think? And um, several walks on the day. Lars Newtbar looked like he got his eye back. Four walks, eight hits and four walks. Newtbar had a couple of those walks, and that was really a good sign, I thought, for Lars. Um, uh, I'm to the point, and I think Ali is too, that Donovan's got to play every day uh, somewhere. Um, if Newtbar is willing to take walks, then you got to have him in the lineup every day, I think, somewhere, unless he's got – he hasn't faced anybody to have a huge – enough pitchers to have a, a huge sample size against him. Okay, maybe you don't throw him in there against Kershaw. However, he'll still draw a walk and play good defense, so maybe so. Um, but I think um, I, I think that, that those guys got to play and, uh, and, and probably only two outfield spots up for grabs. I mean, you you talk about Donovan against Kershaw. Who would you rather have facing Clayton Kershaw? Left-handed hitting Brendan Donovan or right-handed hitting Paul DeYoung? I meant Newt Bar. I'm sorry. Okay. I meant Newt, Newt Bar drawing walks against lefties. I, but okay. yeah, I got to have Donovan in there every day. I agree yeah. with you. Same point, because because we saw Donovan out, DeYoung in uh, the other day against the lefty, against Snell. And that's uh, that's no bueno. No way. It sucks. It, it sucks. You know, it, it, that's it's they, they, you know, he he did not produce the start of the season. They sent him down to AAA. He was down in AAA for so long this year. Finally got called back up, had a nice little hot streak, and then it all just went away again. Mm -hmm. He's gotten the opportunities. It sucks. You know, I, at some point, just shut it down for the year. Hope that maybe something clicks in the offseason. Because, uh, you know, in Paul DeYoung's career here in St. Louis, he has shown time and time again that he is a student of the game. He will go and he will figure out what needs to be done to change it. Just whatever he's tried these past few years has not worked. But he uh, he goes in. I mean, he is he, he does you know, scientifically, he will look into his swing and try to figure out what is wrong with it. And you just have to hope that maybe he figures out something in the offseason again this year. He's owed $9 million next year. Nobody's just going to take that off your hands. So I, I don't know what you do. Well, I don't think you got room for him. Um, you know, you expect Gorman to make the team. So that's three middle infielders. I, I don't think there's room. Um but maybe they're not in a position they want to make a deal and pay part of the salary. We're getting way ahead of ourselves. That didn't even have anything to do with today's game. <laughs> it really didn't. No, it, it absolutely did not. Uh, let's talk about the good that happened today. Jack Flaherty gets his first victory of the season. Here on September 22nd, two weeks left in the season, Jack Flaherty finally gets his first win of the year. We talked about it yesterday. He has been so good 
so good this season uh, since he's come back that I think that he has allowed you to give Adam Wainwright and Miles Michaelis extra days off uh, over these final two weeks of the season. I think he been, proved you it. You think he's been good? I, I'm, I'm bringing up the game logs right now for uh, for him. Since ERA he has come back. Is 4.5 ERA is mediocre at best. I, you know what, though? You and I talked about it when he came back, that anything that he gives you is a positive, right? Oh, okay. Now, now I'm on the same page with you. Okay, I get what you're saying now. You weren't saying you were going to vote for him for Cy Young Award. No, no. <laughs> no I'm saying that you. he is – it hasn't been a complete meltdown. That's what I – I mean, you and know, he you got look – better. He got through the rough patches yes. early in the game today, and he did get better. There were some bright spots as he got better as the game went along. I like to see that as of today, and who knows what's going to happen in the next two weeks. But as of today, I don't see him getting a start in the first two rounds of postseason. No. But who knows what's going to happen? I think you're right between he and Dakota Hudson. I think Wainwright in particular, and maybe Wainwright and Michaelis both can get a little extra rest here in the next two weeks. There's, I, I have, I have no idea what they plan to do with him in the postseason. A starter is not one of the options. He he either comes out of the bullpen. He either comes out of the bullpen and you have him and Palante as your long guys, or he doesn't make the playoff roster. That's it's one of those two. He is not a starter. He is not a starter right now. He's not, he's not better than Wainwright. He's not better than Michaelis. He's not better than Montgomery. He's not better than Quintana. Right. And right now, and right now, I would say Dakota Hudson gets a start over. Yeah, is is a little ahead of him too. So I think that's right. So a rare occasion, we agree on everything. Yeah, I, I think that's and that's what I'm saying. That he is he has gone in there. He has made the start every fifth day, and he has been a he has been serviceable. He has been good. He kept you. He kept word. he kept you in today's game. He kept you in today's game and allowed you to be oh, in a position good. late to get that uh, to get that win before handing things over to the bullpen. And speaking of the bullpen, ah. Uh, Holy shit. Now we, can <laughs> I <think> that- <laughs> now we can disagree. I'm just saying Ryan Helsley went out there today and threw a baseball 104 miles an hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He did give up a bomb to Machado. No, no, no embarrassment there. No. Um, I think Ali's playing a little bit of a dangerous game. It's very trendy and stylish. I'm going to use my so-called closer in the high leverage late situations. It's a mighty high price to pay for being stylish, as Harry Callahan once said. Luckily, luckily, he has a second guy who has closer experience. That's the only way it sort of works. So um, I I give him a pass, but it, it makes me very, very nervous. I think they have two closers. I, that's that's the way I think they have played it all year, and I think they've had to, they've had to do so out of necessity because Ryan Helsley, yeah, Ryan Helsley has not, and Ryan Helsley has not been able to close two three days in a row. So you've needed Giov- Giovanni Gallegos technically lost his job as a closer, yeah. but keeps getting it back over and over. And so it was kind of like, hey, listen, yeah, we're not going to you every day. But you're still going to get a lot of saves this year. For instance, tomorrow, if you need, if you got a chance to close out a win in Los Angeles, it's not going to be Helsley. He pitched no, twenty a- plus pitches. It'll be Gallegos. Yeah, Helsley. Mm-hmm. If you recall, 
I'm a little sore trying to pat myself on the back so much. If you recall, I was the one who said, I think all the way back in June, that bullpen usage has become an A-B situation. Mm-hmm. He had four guys today, four guys tomorrow, because there wasn't there weren't enough guys who could give you two or three days in a row. Yeah. And it looks like that's where we are with the closers now. And it may, may give you an edge as you get the postseason. Yeah, Ryan Helsley on the year has 18 saves. Giovanni Gallegos on the uh, on the year today was save number 13 on the year for him. So you're going to have there's a very good chance you have two guys that close that have 15 plus saves each on yeah. the uh, on the season. I think you know when, when you look at it, they they haven't they the the Cardinals have not uh, put together a light show for Giovanni Gallegos's entrance into uh, games at Bush Stadium. No. So I think no, it's very haven't. it's very clear who the organization sees as their number one shutdown closer at the end of game. Here's a question though. Here's a question nobody's asking in the media, Reamer, and I I'm going to ask it right now. If Ryan Helsley comes into a game are. in the eighth inning, yeah. If Ryan Helsley comes into a game in the eighth inning at Bush Stadium. Do they do the light show for him in the eighth inning? Well, I'm not a big fan of the light show anyway. But if that's his deal, that's his deal. It's only for close. I mean, that, that's, that's uh, you know, the lights are for closers, See? right? You, you open up a whole nother deal that right. really supports my position of the closer should mm-hmm. be the last guy. So mm-hmm. that's a great Red point. Light, hey. Red lights and coffee. It's uh, that's the those are for closers only, right? <laughs> that's exactly right. <laughs> so Albert goes. Uh, the light show. You're a loser. <laughs> I'll put it out there. Hey, I will tweet that question out, and uh, and we'll see what uh, what what Twitter has to say about it. Um, so they Albert Pools does not homer in this uh, in this series. Gave a few balls a ride Missed today. Twice today yep. by feet. <clears throat> yeah, he's on it. Yeah, I, I think I think Derek Gould added up the amount of feet that he hit two baseballs today in the game today, um, and also too was robbed of uh, of a possible extra base hit too. Yurks and Profar tracked down the uh, that one yeah. line drive into the gap. Really good play by him. So you go to uh, you go to L.A. now. I believe two lefties are scheduled to pitch this uh, this weekend against the uh, against the Cardinals. We do know tomorrow it is Clayton Kershaw. And then uh, I believe uh, no tomorrow. So right now tomorrow it's Andrew Haney is uh, is who is set to pitch tomorrow on Friday night. On Saturday it is uh, TBD, and uh, I would imagine the same for Sunday as well. So yeah, uh, possibly the Dodgers yeah. in a position, and they you can see it in their lineups. They're giving guys some rest if they've got some ouchies. They're getting them out of there, and, and that's reasonable. That's the right thing to do by Dave Roberts and the Dodgers, um, unless Albert asks for a day or they ask him and he says, yeah, I could use a day, I'm playing him every day. Um, you know, it, I, yeah, I, I would agree. Just get him get him there and you give him some days off too. I mean, once you clinch. If you, he wants them. Yeah, you if make sure. Says, no, yeah. no, I'm ready to go. Then I, he's in there. You don't have anybody hitting. Right. Albert, I, you, I mean, you know he won't say it. He'll say winning's more important, but you know 700 is very important to him. Sure. But also, I'm sure he wants to be as well-rested and ready to go for those three games in uh, in October for that wild-card round, and then hopefully even more. Which brings me to this. You saw three games against the Padres this week. Um, 
your uh, anything that you can read off of that into a possible wild card series preview. As frustrated as we are with our offense, I just don't know how Padres fans aren't completely up in arms. I don't know what's going on there. Um, uh, Bell in particular is a real head scratcher. He is a dangerous, dangerous hitter. And just nothing is going on there. And Soto is good, but he's at a point where he's not really scaring you right now. Yeah. He's sort of, but they, I still think they can flip a switch and get it going. Um, yeah, I think, uh, I think that could be the preview. I think the Phillies are going to get that second slot much to their detriment. Now they've got to play either they'll, if they, if they do, they'll have to play the Phillies or the Mets. Nobody's going to tank because you don't know what's going to happen behind you. You got to be honest. Any of those three teams, Brewers, Padres, Phillies, first round would rather play the Cardinals. Yeah. Phillies Braves or the Mets. That's just, but you can't play games with the game. It'll almost always come back and bite you. Phillies uh, right now, just looking ahead at their schedule, uh, they start a four-game series in Atlanta. How's this for uh, uh, their schedule recently? They just played a three-game series against Atlanta last weekend, two games in uh, against Toronto in Philadelphia, and now they welcome in Atlanta for four games and they're this winning. weekend. Yeah, that is uh, – no, well, I mean, no, they, they actually just lost four in a row to the uh, – they were swept by the Braves, and then they yeah, lost they, that 18-11 to 11 game. Last night. They had the walk-off uh, yeah. last night with St. Louis and Matt Veerling, five for five and the yeah. walk-off single. Yeah, and then looking ahead, uh, Douglas' schedule reading here, uh, the Cubs and then the Nationals, and then they will end the season at Houston, who will have nothing to play for in those final three games of the uh, of the year. So just to look at what the Phillies have ahead, if you're looking at what the Cardinals might be seeing in that first round of the wild card series. We will be with you tomorrow afternoon, a preview that Cardinals and Dodgers game. Remember, get ahead of your get ahead of things here. Download Apple TV if you haven't yet, because that is where tomorrow's game will be uh will be viewed so no uh no local tv it's apple tv or if you want real uh local broadcasters john rooney uh, and i know danny mack and rick horton and claves will all be on the radio tomorrow for the uh, cardinals on kmox so you can listen to tight uh, broadcast booth tomorrow it, it, yeah but you know what dodger stadium i think can handle that they've uh <laughs> They can, uh, yeah, they, they can handle that up there. So nice preview of a possible NLCS uh, Cardinals and Dodgers coming up this weekend. He is Bob Ramsey. I am Joe Roderick as we wrap up another edition of Daily Cards Live brought to you as always by Munganass St. Louis Acura and Royal Banks of Missouri Rammer. Rates went up again. The Fed has done it. What are you going to do? Get the best advice from a great bank with professionals who know what they're doing and can advise you to help you on the business side and on your personal banking side. Of course, talking about Royal Banks of Missouri. 314-212-1500 or go online to royalbanksofmo.com. We will talk to you tomorrow afternoon. Preview that Cardinals and Dodgers series again right here on Daily Cards Live only on Klabes Online. St. Louis Acura has an unbeatable selection of new cars arriving daily, like the all-new 2023 Acura Integra. We also have a great selection of over 200 pre-owned and factory precision courtesy vehicles with finance rates as low as 1.9% for 36 months with approved credit. 
and we've added Saturday service hours to our newly renovated service facility. Don't forget, we'll buy your vehicle here at our dealership or from the convenience of your home. St. Louis Acura, better than ever for you.